Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 187 of the Him and Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. What do you got going on this week? I'm leaving out of town, man, for like four or five days. I'm wondering if... Uh... Another vacation? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. God, no. I got my one for the three years. Uh, no, I'm going out of town for work. Dog food convention. Um, It's a whole Alpo versus another company. (laughs) And, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going for a few days, and I'm wondering if I should do your blacklight trick. No. Yes. No. I should, right? I mean, I feel like I'm I'm gross enough to do it and be like, ah, you know. Uh, You got to live with the consequences. By blacklight trick, uh, I mean, of course, your blacklight trick that you did. Many episodes ago, I took a blacklight with me to Mishawaka, and I think it was an in. I'm not really sure. I hate to... I don't want to uh, slander them if it wasn't that. Yeah. I have to go back and look and reference it. So it was it was an in of some sort, and whatever it was, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was putrid. Awful, dude. So what you did is you checked. I well, took a black. Like I a took a sheet thing. You're like they always use the same comforter, but I'm gonna check the sheets. Yes, or... and then it was like one of those uh, things you see on like those expose shows where someone had actually written the date and time the sheets were last changed on there in a indelible or, or whatever you know what would only be picked up by a uh, a blacklight it wasn't like help me no no and it wasn't written in blood as get far as me I out of here yeah. something like that <laughs> no. yeah so i'm going for like four days and uh i don't know i'm thinking of like should i do the blacklight trick is there any tips you travel a little bit more than me i think maybe i feel like tips I, f- I should do i feel like if you do do the blacklight trick understand that they may move you once but I don't think you're going to get to move twice. So, I mean, if the, if the room's that bad, maybe you could – you have to do what I did, and you won't, which is bring <laughs> the people from the hotel up in the middle of the night in your underwear and show them. You can't do it during the day. Have them look at it. Yeah. Get a firsthand account of how uh, someone wrote, can do. like, save me, baby Jesus, on the wall. <laughs> well, like, like hey. I said, I just showed her uh, – I, I got her in far enough to show her the, the bedding, and then I was I tried to uh, – Put the cherry on top with the bathroom, and she was. She's just like, I, I believe you. Looks terrible. She's like, <laughs> what do you want me I don't to do about it? I don't need to see the bathroom. I believe you. Yeah. And then she's like, you want me to just take this whole thing off your bill? And I was like, well, no. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it's not your fault. I'm. I'm gonna be bunking with one other dude. Is there any bad do, news? Is there any do's and don'ts? Bad news. That's why I always hate about work trips. I had a job. Oh, before. No, I don't care. I don't mind it at all. Oh, uh, I had a job before where uh, the boss. He didn't care how much it cost the company. He was like, everybody gets their own hotel room. So yeah. at one point, we took like 14 people, and he was like, everybody gets their own hotel room. No it kidding. Was a sweet deal. We're doing two I, per, which isn't so bad. It It is and it isn't because I feel like- Two per bed. My wife my wife went somewhere <laughs> recently with her uh, couple of girlfriends for um, like a, a seminar for her work, and- I think it's it's you know first of all you have your own bed I understand they're not, you're not forced to sleep in the same bed we're gonna but s- we're gonna sleep nut to butt the snoring 
the snoring situation, the bathroom situation, the, I just like my own space. I mean, and I understand it's three days or four days or whatever. You, you should be able to, to grin and bear and, and well, that's bad. That's bad. You should be able to get through <laughs> it. Um, but I just feel like there's some intimacy when you're sleeping. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a, in a closed room. Like I told you before, I w- if, if it were me and you, one of us would be sleeping in the car. There's no way in hell I'm sharing a hotel. And that's just not about you. And I'm not even that gross. I mean, today I am, but normally you, I, I'm not. Yeah, the, obviously that's my craziness. But I think a lot of other people probably feel the same way and are afraid to admit it. All things being equal, I'm sure you'd rather have your own room. Yeah. But uh, you don't need the companianship or, you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm sure you uh, you can get by being alone and having some quiet time. just fine. Because you have, you know, before yeah, where oh, yeah. they just, you know, you just went. And it, yeah. you know, the, the, those are the best. Dude, you just crank up the AC as far, and and you black out the room, and you sleep for days. You send me for five days out of town, and be like, "But here's the trick, though: you can't eat with anyone, you can't go, you can't hang out with anyone, you can't even conversate others, other than like the immediate training. You can't hang Some out." Some people travel and all would, the way to Tibet for that. Like yeah, you just go to Indianapolis. Yeah, I would just be like, <laughs> "Wait, hold on. So, uh, how much more do I pay for that? Like, right. how, much, how much extra is it for the leave me alone package?" <laughs> right. No, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be great. Are there do's and don'ts? What should I, like when I first get there, do I, oh, how about this? Do I claim my dominance right away and be like, that's my, that's my bed. Or like, I mean, like, like you do the old thing where you like run and jump and you, and you land on your back on the, the bed you want the most or, or do I or, take my pants off, jump on both of them and then go, are you, how picky are you going to be I now? I mean, somebody's going to do it, right? So might as well be you. Kill or be killed. Someone has, yeah, someone has. I, I think most important to me is control. I would say you can pick which bed you want, but I control the temperature of the room. Regardless, no arguments. I think that's I'm the most important thing to control the temperature no matter what. Like, I have to it'll just closest come to the You know what I mean? Like, I, we can talk about other stuff, but that's just. I want to feel like I might have a horrible cold in the morning. Yes. Yeah, I want to wake up with a respiratory infection. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. You know, sleeping on the bed isn't bad enough. The mildew and the snot and the hair <laughs> that's like, you know, recirculating through the uh, uncleaned. You know, like when your refrigerator uh, at your house goes like, hey, uh, it's time to change that filter and you just continuously hit the reset button for 10 years. Right. That's what they do too. I mean, I know how we're so, yeah, I mean, but that's your own fridge. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I have to think that the air that's being recirculated in the room, pulling from the carpet and the the sheets and the dust and everything is far worse than anything you're going to be sleeping on. Do I, do I fight over drawers? Do I just go like... No, you is... wear your drawers, he wears his. I'm, I'm hey <laughs> In my you drawers. pick a roommate that's about the same size as you in case you, you know. Yeah, I had an accident, dude. Where are you keeping your stuff? <laughs> I, I went down a water slide just like my kid. I had an issue. Uh, quickly, give me your Joe Boxers. Yeah, I feel like, um, I, I don't know. I'm all, if, if, When I'm in those situations, I'm always the first to wake up and get in the bathroom so I don't ever have to be trying to wedge myself in before the the meeting in the morning you know what i mean so if you have a roommate and he takes extra long in the bathroom or he's you're gonna have to sit in his foul stench well like i sit in his whatever who knows yeah if you get in there before the foul stench is probably the (laughs) like what if the drain isn't that active i don't know if it's like my feet are covered and whatever who knows i mean i think in a hotel room you should wear flip-flops anyway no in the shower no i don't Uh, well dude I i went to deep river like a week or two ago and I for, we we had to go to the the restroom, 
Yeah, me and my kid. Communally? Yeah, to all the whole... ones. It was like a, it was like Wrigley Street. We all decided we're like, are we ready? Like you remember we're in ready. elementary how it was like uh I don't know if you had this, it was like where you wash your hands, it was like a circle shaped mm-hmm. thing and you step on the little pedal. Yes. And it made the sprinkler yes. system. It was like that except a urinal. Gotcha. So everybody went at the same time together. Gotcha. <laughs> it was the aerial view of it would have been odd. Uh so no, me and Dexter were going to the bathroom and I forgot to tell him put on flip flops. I didn't think about it. Dude, I look over and he was just standing in a puddle of. Someone else's filth. Dude, I don't know. It's I know it's it right, yeah, I know it's no, right it's under the urinal. So even if it's just splashback, even if it's just that accumulated by 4 p.m. Don't you feel like, oh, I mean, dude. it's always that way. Not always, but a lot of times that way where there's like a puddle under the urinal and you're like, a lot of times it's probably the condensation. Because the porcelain in the water, yeah, you're hoping, yeah. but there's always some mysterious puddle, and then you look down, your shoelace may be in it, or it's a, it, you. You'd think they'd be able to improve upon the the urinal design. You know, at well, this point. you know what they could do with water parks? They have about 15 extra lifeguards at every spot. Like there's one at top who's he's looking down at the one who gives him the thumbs up, but he doesn't need to because you can see them get to the bottom of the water slide. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So that guy at the bottom isn't necessary. Or maybe one in between spots if somebody's having trouble getting out. So they don't need that. So cut out the lifeguards by a third. Bathroom beef, beef, beef up the bathroom cleaners. Beef oh. up beef up the um like the just the gross stuff on the stairs. Like I feel I, like if you're paying a premium at a place like that where it's a hotel slash water park. It needs to almost be like a Polish mom where like the minute that, you know, you lift your cup up off, she's there yeah. with a rag wiping it underneath. Yeah. You. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, do you respect the wood? Yeah. <laughs> you want somebody picking up your cup. But no, dude, Deep River in particular, I don't I don't care saying the name. We have a good time. But there's spots of that place that it's just like, like there's this thing that they used to have like- Deserve some further attention. There's places where they used to have like water balloon fight. There was like a station where it was like water balloon catapults. I haven't seen that even open in like 10 years. Like half the attractions aren't even like working. How can you be like one of the only water parks in the area? And I guess maybe that's the problem. <sighs> but one of the only ones in the area and not be like um, upkept a little better. Yeah, I don't know. But but let me skip back to this water balloon station. It I'm feeling like maybe the, as of last week, I, I, I suggested to you that the um, ticket redemption counter at Chuck E. Cheese and the drum tech at uh, the drum tech room operator <laughs> yeah. at Guitar Center, the worst jobs. <laughs> However, yeah. water balloon filler upper, that's a rough one, man, because it takes me right back to where I used to throw clay pigeons, uh, where I did throw clay yes. pigeons, and I sat in a booth for what felt probably like eight hours without getting out at all, Super and literally sweaty. just kept on putting clay pigeons on a, on a motorized uh Clay pigeon thrower. Well, remember I told you about when Not I worked, when I worked for the dog, the hunting dog yeah. field trials. Yeah, we would hide behind a camouflage hunting blind with a sack full of dead ducks, right? Or I don't know, geese, fowl of some sort. A sack full of them, and a, a shotgun either on a tripod or we held it. We would shoot the gun and then throw a dead duck as high as you can with a good mm-hmm. arc. And by the way, they would get pissed at you if you didn't throw it well. Sure. Like, if you kind of throw the duck and they're like, dude, that's not what it looks like when we shoot a duck. Like, you really have to have it. Mm-hmm. It's got to get up there. It's got to have some arc to it. They would move people from blind to blind. Like, dude, he can't. He's got to lay the blind, which is, or I forget what they thought they called it a blind. 
a spot where you just hide a duck and the person mm-hmm. via his whistle and hand movements would guide the dog to that bird. Sure. Um, if you didn't throw dead ducks well, you had to be the dead duck hider, which was uh, which was worse because I feel the only- like Jay Cutler would be good at that at this point in his life. He's <laughs> smoking a cigarette, and he would have to have somebody just Jay Cutler would just hold the duck. Somebody would run up and sack him, and he would drop, <laughs> drop the duck. Wherever. Drop it well. He would drop it wherever ten he was. to fifteen feet downfield. So yards. So what was the only thing worse than sitting out in that field for eight to twelve hours? Uh, my beside the fact that they come and bring you subway with no way to wash your hands. There's maggots on these birds at this point. Uh, besides that, the only thing that's worse than doing that for that long in the sun, just throwing dead ducks and shooting a shotgun is sitting out there, not getting to shoot a gun and still handling the dead ducks. But now they're wet. But the thing is you, if you listen closely, you can hear the birds, you can hear the weather. I feel like, if you're inside filling water balloons all day, hearing the uh, the joyous screams, I think you're still of... outside getting sunburnt. Are you? So that sucks. Oh, too. it is outside. I thought that it was yeah. all inside. Nah, it's like a fenced in. Like, no, they don't. Want oh, and they're still balloons. screaming, kids. Oh, dude, yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. Ugh. She's still getting sunburnt. Okay. Anyway, back so, to the water balloon. Yeah. Filler. So, so go That's back. A shitty job. Go back to what you where you were going with this. So your kid was urinating and standing in urine while he was urinating. Oh, well, we were just talking about gross bathrooms. Mm. I just thought about it. nothing's grosser. Yeah, no, that we got all the way to dead dogs. Yeah, on accident. That was pretty gross. That's like what happens when I steer. But uh, yeah, no, nothing's worse than standing in that. So just I don't know. Pro tip: next time you go, in case you're like, yeah, no shit, Ben, I already do that. Make sure you have flip flops on your kids when they go. So now let's bring you back to the hotel room. Back so you were hotel. asking me if there's anything you should do. I do think that do's and don'ts when you're rooming with somebody. I, I mean. I'm looking for all you Twitter people to keep. Not I feel like you sh- well. do you snore. I believe I, you, yeah, you I probably so. snore. Right? Yeah, pretty, do you, do you know. have? Are you going to pack some breathe right strips? No, I don't even have sleep apnea. I'm just going to bring like a vacuum cleaner and tell him. <laughs> like I'm going to bring like some sort of app. Like I'm going to bring something people don't use anymore, like a bread machine or something. And I'm going to be like, dude, this is my machine. So like, um, <laughs> like it's your CPAP, like just some old <laughs> yeah. headphones. Just your a makeshift like that uh, the spaceship they made in that movie Explorers out of a tilter world. I'm gonna take a Sony Walkman and I'm gonna somehow like just duct <laughs> duct tape it to uh, like a humidifier and be like, dude, I need this to sleep. I thought you were gonna talk about like come up with some ridiculous thing and tell them that's your noisemaker. You have to sleep to this sound. <laughs> like you could almost be like, you know, I have small kids, so I have to play these nursery rhymes on my phone. Is that gonna be a problem yeah. for you? I Is it someone sleep- you know that you've shared a room with before? Uh, I know. I don't think I've shared a room with him, but I know him. So it's an open. Well. It's an open shower on what you could many do. times. It's an open field on what you could do. So that would solve the shower issue yeah. if we're in a hurry. Um, maybe I'll be like, hey, dude, I can't sleep without uh, that baby shark song. Do, 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 well, do, do. What do you What do you sleep in when you're you just sweatpants and an undershirt? Yeah, basketball shorts. Whatever. That's just the norm anyway, right? Yeah, Hopefully. yeah. Oh, you mean when I'm sleeping with yes. this dude in a hotel normally or no? I think, uh, what if I was, what if it was even weirder? Like, I was like, hey, dude, my, I kind of live in like chaos. Like, that's where I thrive. So I need to sleep to like, it's like, like horror sounds. Like, I need to sleep to like the sound of like people getting stabbed or something like what? super violent or crazy. Like, I need like, I don't, I can't sleep without Rob Zombie. Well, like I, what does it for I me? told you I sleep. I, I'll sleep listening to like late '80s hardcore music, like the most. That's insane. Yeah, speed metal or thrash or. or... I thought you listened to like uh, noise machines. I used to, but they didn't do it for me anymore. I think the, the so much. It's it's almost like I'm drinking coffee while I'm sleeping. 
You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I need to I need to keep I need to keep going. In fact, it's funny because so uh Gloria Morris um, the woman who owns Float 60 uh, came by to visit me at my work to drop off a, 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 some stickers uh, for me, some what? Float 60 stickers. Nice. And in, 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 when that was happening, <laughs> yeah. we were talking about the float tank and the, the, the benefits to the cryo tank and, um, you know, all that stuff. And I was telling her, I was like, well, hey, listen, I, I'd love to try the cryo tank, but I'm not an athlete. And I really, she's like, well, I mean, you don't have to be an athlete. Yeah, like what would it, what, what? And I said, well, what would it do for like a normal person? She's like, well, if you have like, you know, just normal wear and tear on your body, it's obviously helpful. It's like two to three minutes, I think. How does it not burn your skin again? Uh, I didn't get into that, but but it doesn't. What do you wear on the bottom half? I didn't get into that either. I, I wish I would have now. You, you know, maybe. I'll... Yeah, we'll let me like because your body has to fight back from that freeze as you like become like. You know, I was just looking at the stickers. If I'm really going to be uh, no, so uh, so like, she, how engorged am I going to get? She basically said that um, she goes well. There's all these benefits just for you know normal wear and tear you do on your body. It aids in muscle repair and and inflammate you know decreases inflammation. Mm. So. And then she was saying, like, if you have something uh, like a knee injury, something where it's centralized, then you get like a, a 10 minute specific, you know, burst into that area. Okay. Um, so we were talking about that and we were talking about the the, uh, the tanks and everything. So while we were talking about that, I was telling her about how peaceful it was in the tank. And then I was saying, you know, I, I sleep listening to hardcore music and she was as, as confounded as you or dumbfounded, whatever the word is. Were you like, have you ever tried that? Like, in addition, like, have a special room. I know most of it's like serene. Do you ever do Reiki massage and then have one of those like sand things on your desk with the rake in it that you could put like the little and make like all kind of weird yeah. things and then listen to hardcore music at the yeah. same time while a kid's kicking you? It in seems the caps. counterintuitive, but it's what works for me. It's what keeps me centered. It keeps me balanced mm. until I can wake up and that's why I told you I wake up dreaming about coffee because I'm like. Dude, you this know, coffee thing is like okay. You know, I like I've said. Many, and right now, I just I served you up a nice hot cup of. And what are we uh, drinking? We are drinking American Muscle by Cafe Racer. Oh, that makes sense. Look at me right now. Exactly. Huge. My shirt's not as tight as it was that one but, night, but it's anyway. So my whole point was is yeah. So she came by and we were talking about all the the great advantages of uh, of her business and and all the things that go on there, and um, again I went into this lunacy about how I how I live. How I listen to hardcore music while I sleep, so it's funny that well, if, like, if I had to share, I mean, I share a bed with my wife. I'm wearing headphones. A lot of times, I take one out because if you're laying on the one side, it, you know, I want it to leave. You know what I try stuck to do? in my brain in the middle of the night. I try to hide my one headphone so my wife doesn't get mad because she gets mad. I sleep with headphones also. She'll get mad like. Well, I, hold on. My wife's never said a word about it. But anyway, go ahead. Oh well, she'll be. I'm just trying to be kind and not. You know. <laughs> yeah, she'll be like. Uh, like, can't you unplug, unplug, unplug? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it many times. So I'll, like, like a kid with, like, a nudie magazine, his tears, <laughs> like, I'll hide my phone, like, poorly. I'll hide it, like, under my body and put one in, like, by the pillow. <laughs> so I wake I wake up and, like, my ear's damaged on the inside. Cause the, I get that. It's been jammed in there. But for me, um, my wife snores real bad. So I that's why I tell her, I'm like, well, I'm going to wear the headphones because I have to turn it up so loud. Like, so for a while I was li- listening to Harvey Woodlawn. His his uh, sweet voice as yeah. I as, it, as I dripped it off new stuff and then it was then when I, when he took his stuff on and off fifteen times I switched to white noise or you know different kinds of uh, sounds and then I went to music sometimes it's uh, like a, a four hour Joe Rogan podcast on some some one that I'm not too interested in because um, I'll listen to it not not that I don't want to hear it but I, I just feel tough. like if I drift off I'm not upset that I you know it wasn't right. something I was completely engrossed in yeah but. 
So when you're, I don't know that because I've done this to myself, I don't know that I could sleep without some sort of, um, something going on. Yeah. It's a problem. But I'm used to having it in my headphones, so I don't need to have it like blasting in the room. But what if he does? If he needs something being played. I mean, I think here's, you know, you know these people from work, but do you really know the person? It's like if you were like, you and your buddy mm. decided you were going to be roommates and you really don't know anything about him outside of like, you know, drinking beers with him at the bar. And then all of a sudden you're like, dude, this guy's a jerk off. Like, yeah. you, you know. He's trying to do cock push-ups. Like, like I'm in the room that's not going to. I mean, what if he wants to all, watch Bill Maher? one. That's something. What's that? I said, what if he wants to watch Bill Maher? I, throw, I have to throw the TV. Oh, oh I'm all right open. with that. I mean, I'll. I'll like get well, mad. Okay. I, I mean, watch it anyways. I just get mad when I get watch it. What if he wanted to watch something you didn't want to no, watch, like or you know, Carlson who monopolizes Tucker. the TV? This is two guys. Yeah. You know, so well, I'll tell you what. Both was, alpha male dog food industry people. There was <laughs> there was an email. There was an email that was like, "Hey, we got to do two per room." Blah blah blah. Here's the list of people who are going. Before I finished reading it, I immediately replied to all. I'm bunking with this dude. Like I put the name right away. Without, I, without confirming with that person, too. Yes, I didn't ask him. I just go, oh, me and him are good. Because, like you said. <laughs> they didn't throw up any red flags for everybody else. <laughs> I was immediately like, like okay. I was like, yeah. And I put like in caps, we've never been apart. <laughs> no, I, uh, I immediately was like, oh, we're good. Because I knew he'd be okay with it, or I assumed he would be. And I didn't want what you said. Like, you sort of know this guy from work, but all of a sudden they're a maniac. Um you know guys that are already maniacs. So I was, you, you, you avoid those guys like the plague. Right I didn't away. want any weirdness. I didn't want to. It's. I think it's if, if it's somebody I'm not comfortable with, I'm not going to be able to sleep at all just because they're in the same room as me. So I immediately like jumped on it. I jumped on it so much that it should have brought a lot of flags. People should have been like, "You're really, really excited about bunking with this dude." And I'm like, "I'd rather have you think that reason." Just here, uh, uh, we both like to work out super early in the morning. We both like to. Hand. We both like to shower early. We got the same regiment. Yeah, we right. both use Irish Spring. <laughs> just, I, it, just, it just makes a lot of sense. Well, I was like, I'd rather all these dudes think that I'm super gay for this guy <laughs> than get bunked with someone else that I wasn't sure. comfortable with. As worth it to me. Because I can I can shake off the gay trail eventually or what I, or keep it on. I don't yeah. care. It doesn't bother me. Well, then, for the, me next, is, the next trip, no one's going to be in a hurry to room with you, so that's perfect. If, there's, if it ever comes out to odd numbers, you know who's getting his own room. Win-win. Double-edged sword. <laughs> Yeah, it's perfect. So, I don't know. Um, if you think of any more do's and don'ts, I think I'm just going to... I think I think the most important move was picking the right person. Are you So, are you traveling as a huge group, or are you and that person traveling together since like you're rooming together? I think it's like two cars worth of people or something, okay. which is going to be a little... Who knows? We'll see. Well, I just feel like if you if it was... There's enough time, or probably has already by the time, by where we're at now, that elapsed where you could have already set some ground rules if you want. I mean, people, I guess everyone that knows... I've been working at my job for 18 years... Um, so pretty much everybody that knows me, all of my contemporaries, they're pretty used to me. So it would not surprise somebody if I got a hold of them. I was like, Hey, we need to iron this out before we go Here are the following, you know, let me know what your ground rules are. I'll let you know. I might actually even just say, uh, I'll just go ahead and spring for my own room, even though, you know, I would have been okay (laughs) with that, but I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't mind this situation we got. Well, good for you. That sounds sweet. But speaking of fixing things, uh, I don't even know if we were speaking of fixing things, so I don't know that that, that segment might not be the greatest. But I made sure I fixed the situation up just fine. Speaking of fixing things, it's weird that you brought that up. I took apart my treadmill, and I've virtually destroyed that now as well. It's sitting in pieces. Oh, see, no, I saw pictures online, and I thought maybe... I did get it running. 
Okay. But what I did was somehow, some way in getting it running, I bypassed one of the safety features, thereby not allowing it to cool the motor down. And on my last run, which I ran uh, super fast, uh, I set it on fire. So the mo- yeah, so, the, so now the motor is burnt to a crisp because I accidentally disassembled one of the safety like shutoffs. You turned into you know, a real handyman. Sure, really getting stuff done. So uh, my buddy was like, "Well, hey, you know, dude, you can get treadmills. People are giving, pretty much getting rid of them. They don't mm-hmm. want them anymore. Just like take them out of my house." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, first of all, I'm not carrying another treadmill down in the basement. Second of all, I'm not carrying this one down. I have one of those too. I'll bring it with the drum set. This one is going out like a, uh, you know, like like." Like, it belongs in Andy Dufresne's jail cell in Shawshank. And what I mean by that is small piece by small piece. That's where it. They fall, each piece falls out on my pant leg while I'm mowing the back, you know, the backyard okay. months at a time. At a time. Uh, because I've, I, I, there's no way I'm going to muscle this thing back up the stairs. We get a couple of people. I mean. Yeah, it just seems like too much. I mean, I have a big basement. There's a lot of corners. I've moved my treadmill twice. I really, you, can come get the, you can come get it probably, but I don't really want to <laughs> yeah. do it a third time. See? That's what I'm saying. It's just not worth it. It's at so. my sister-in-law's where everything else is. My drum set, my treadmill, it's all I've there. tried to convince myself that it is okay to, to run outside, but I always hear you in my head going like, yeah, you know, chicks, man, they just don't know what to do with their hands when they run, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Why? So, you don't think you know what to do with your hands? I don't know. I think I do. What? I mean, you've shown me what I'm supposed to do, but I feel like- I, I mean, just you know, at ease. Just make I, sure you're not limp-wristed. I That's... feel like I can't- that I can totally be seen as weak- with running because if I give up you can't give up on a treadmill I've seen your calves right? I'm the, sure you'll be fine the ground moves below you you can't stop uh-huh. on a treadmill right uh-huh. I mean you could push it slow it down yeah. but outside where you really have to test your own it's a mental game yeah. you can just stop running and that's yeah. a problem yeah so for anybody who, who who goes like oh the benefits of running outside I mean if you run on a treadmill it's not like running outside running outside is 10 times more difficult yeah it mm. is I mean, I someone know, told man. me before that if you run on the treadmill at ele- 1.5 elevation, it's supposed to be the same kind of resistance you'd get from pavement. Okay. So uh, that's what I run at anyway. But I just feel like it's one more opportunity for you to let yourself down when the ground is not forcing you to continue to move or else you're going to fall on your face. See, I find it easier to go farther just running regular outside because I just sort of get lost in what I'm doing. I go, I'm going to run until I get to a location. Like on a treadmill, I keep going like, is the end coming? Is the end But what do you wear? Again, I I keep asking this question and people are like, well, I mean, you wear running shorts and shoes. I mean, it's really not that difficult. Yeah. But how do you carry your phone then? Do you wear one of those armbands where you slide your phone into the armband? I mean, because I I feel like- um, I usually just hold my phone with one of my Oh, really? Like a tomahawk? Yeah. I use it in case I need to stab somebody in the jugular (laughs) with it. I have it chiseled at the very end, so it's a weapon. No, I usually hold my phone. Your or can of mace in one hand. Actually, my wife did buy me a while back. My wife did buy me like a safety reflective, like one of those yellow, like it's like a belt. Mm-hmm. Is that for running at night? I don't know. I like, guess. Does it work when you're running helps. during the day? But you could, I used to shove my phone in there and then use Bluetooth headphones. So I would have like my ID, credit card in case I stopped to get Gatorade or whatever. Um, and that would kind of work. Now I got a seven plus. I don't think it'll even fit in there. Right. But you could do that, but that's, I mean, it's another apparatus. Just hold it. And then and then it's like, uh, you're gripping something. Work yeah. on your grip strength. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just something about running outside. Shorts, I've never been though. able to do it. But again, I, until I started running on the treadmill, I guess I wasn't or, able to do or that. Or tapered sweatpants. That I feel like if, if, if I, no, if I do run uh, outside and I am able to run as well eventually as I am on a treadmill, 
I will be I'll be one of those idiots with like the you know thirteen point one sticker on my car. Oh, you I'll will. Be, yeah, you know, Dude, I you'll will. have that sticker the moment you do thirteen. Oh, without it, I'll run a, to the place that has the stickers. I'll measure it out. You'll drive your car thirteen miles away from the sticker store. You'll be like, <laughs> all right, drop myself off. I think you're gonna like you'll call them like I'm on the way. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do this. I'm probably going to break everyone's record. I'm on the way there, so get your stickers ready. I'm coming in. I'm well, coming in. You hot. know what's funny? I was looking back. Uh, I'd like to do 26 and be like, I don't deserve. When a I was that guy that would take pictures of the treadmill, like every other moron. Well, not and, every other. I mean, I ran a lot on a treadmill. I didn't. Well, again, you're. I, I, I was never able to do it before. So when I was, I was, I was infinitely proud of myself. And I have, I have ones where I was running, uh, you know, like early six minute miles. Yeah, I was you were hauling ass. Cooking. Yeah, I used to wonder, like, how the hell is he going so fast? Because I, I had no choice but to, or else I was going to fall down. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, just I couldn't run. Your, I mean, you always going to hop off. Yeah, you don't know me, do you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm willing to die for this. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's a good trait. If just, uh, it is. But I always then, feel like at any time you can just push stop or hop off. Or... Yeah, but then, you know what? I cracked my tooth. I bit into something and broke my tooth, and I and then I couldn't chew gum because it hurt too bad, and then I couldn't run anymore because I couldn't chew gum. So then I didn't run for two two years after that. You couldn't run because you couldn't chew gum? Yeah. I have to chew gum when I run. It oh. allows me to keep my mouth open and reminds me to breathe. I don't mm. know. It was a trick. A buddy of mine who's a Marine, because I, I, I was like, dude, I've never been able to run, and you... I, I, and if I never told, I think I told this on the podcast one time I was talking to him about running or whatever. And I was like, dude, I have never, I've never run a five K I can never run three miles. I, 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 without stopping hell, no, there's no way in hell. Right. And we're driving down the street and this guy was like, I can't believe you just said that to me. Like you, everything you ever do, you go at it a hundred percent. You're telling me like, you're, you're just going to give up. You can't do it. Well then immediately I went and I, I got the couch to five K and I did it. And, but he was like, Hey, here are the tips. Chew gum. Uh, you have to run to music so that has a beat that's applicable to where your foot, your same foot hits this, drops the same time. Yeah, and you worry about keeping the rhythm. Well, it helps. Well, I mean, if it's close, you don't have to. But he's saying mentally for you who doesn't know how to run. This is right. what I'm telling you. Right, right. You keep your foot on beat because you're more worried about keeping your foot on beat and less worried about mentally going. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm, I'm not getting enough air. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I forgot all about that. When I, after not running for two years and getting on my treadmill and trying to do it again, um, I could easily run for 20 minutes without stopping. Now it wouldn't be as fast. I could, I could easily run a 10 minute mile, um, without, without stopping or nine but minute mile. For how many miles though? Probably two. Like first you, time like back when, on. Like when you were running your like six something, you were running that for like three miles, four miles or something? No. Uh, maybe like, that's yeah, really like fast. five. Uh, I was running a fi- the couch to 5K, so maybe I was doing that for a mile and a half, maybe. Wow. You know, because I was trying to make up as fast as I could run. I got it. You know it. what I mean? So your time's overall better. Right. And then I, I knew, I just wanted to bring my, I think my and the best time I ever had was like under under 20 for sure. That's you know, it was good. like nineteen something. But again, I was dying. Like I would get off and like be crawl up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And my wife would be like, "That thing can't be calibrated right." I'm like, "I don't. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's a machine, so it's telling me this is what it's do doing. What it says, I don't know yeah. what it says. Yeah, that's it. But anyway, so he gave me these tips, and then the other one was to uh, have the music up so loud that you cannot hear yourself breathe, and you cannot you can't hear the treadmill if you're on mm-hmm. a treadmill because if you hear your heart or your your yourself breathing. Um, it tends to get be, psychologically affect you. You hear you're yeah. breathing harder, your heart, you know, and then you get panicky and then it, and well, that boy, that one guy wouldn't like that. Was, who's the guy? David that was, Goggins. No, who's the guy I was listening to for a while about, uh, that you got me on Spears. 
Spears oh, tactical. Uh, uh, Tony Blower. Yeah, Tony Blower wouldn't like that as loud as you can. Well, because you, you. Well, I don't think I'm going to get attacked by any worried. assailants on my treadmill. You yeah. never know. And, that's and Tony Blower's That's just the time you will be. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the moment you will be attacked. Sorry, Tony. The moment you let your guard down, you don't you don't stay vigilant. That's funny because remember when I, I found him on online a couple years ago, and I was like, dude, I have these old audio cassette tapes I used to yeah. listen to, like mental preparedness, it. like the warriors. <laughs> yes, I love it. Still only listen is, to it now. Only thing is, I can only listen to it through this certain app, mm-hmm. and I was running out of space on my phone. I was like, can't I just have it? I need to find a way to. I paid like twenty dollars for it. Oh I yeah, need, I need to find a way to get it through an app I already have. Well, I could probably just burn it on, put it onto a digital, well, or or Tony will just go ahead and rebuy it. Tony, but. I already paid for it, so don't you know? I mean, I'll yeah, pay for it again. I'm not winking at you. Hey, I'm full. I'm full circle on cosplay. Yes. Full, what does that mean? I mean, I'm 180. All the people that said that I talked bad about cosplay, you did yeah, pro- I can... prove it. Prove that you talked bad fake about new, it. Fake news. Okay. Fake what are you doing now? I I'm, saw you. You were wearing a knight's costume. I have pictures of it. That was Halloween. Okay. It's still cosplay. Cos- you dressed up as a costume. Well, it's... See, well, hold on a second. Let me just straighten this out. <laughs> Is your idea of cosplay meaning that you dress up in a costume and you play? My idea of cosplay does not mean Halloween. Okay. Because that's a holiday that's already been established way before. But you didn't. These you, were, you were you were wearing Maniacs. that costume. It was a Halloween costume, not on Halloween. You wore it to watch Game of Thrones. Correct. So that is cosplay, uh, by your own definition. Well, I don't. Know. I think well, I think uh, cosplay you show, up, you show up with other people, like and you all I, I get mean, together. No, I mean I that, showed up. Me, that's and my, me and my brother both dressed up. Yes. So now, a LARPing I've never done. Okay, so anyway, let's move on. So now you're doing. You're going to start doing this live time. What LARPing was? That's been recorded. Um, no, I'm not doing it. I just, uh, I was at the Halloween store the other day and my kid, my kid wanted to do the, the day he loves Halloween so much. The day it, the Halloween stores opened up, like they don't even have any of their, their cool stuff, their mechanical stuff set mm-hmm. up, like their scary things that get you when you walk in. None of that was even up. It was like four empty racks with like three costumes like the on Richie it. Rich, the plastic Richie Rich mask with like the vinyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was like a Ninja Turtles and like a Trump mask right. or something. That was all there was. Uh, which, by the way, it's so I love one of my favorite parts of the Halloween stores are the fake names for copyright. Mm-hmm. So if you want a Trump costume, it's leader <laughs> costume or whatever. If you want like a if you want like a like even like Ninja Turtles, it's like like fighting amphibians. Mm. Like they have to word it. It's, yeah. it's it's the worst thing going to Aldi's when it's like these aren't Doritos. These are cheese flat triangle doodles. Do you think those are the same people who change audio, uh, do like a audio Whatever you call it. what's what's that called when you when you put in um there's a word for it sound effects when, when you put in uh voice tracks for like made for for movies that get made into TV movies and you have to change oh audio dubbing like over trucker yeah. yeah they're like he said get the frog out of here yeah right so those are probably <laughs> the same people in the off season they <laughs> yeah, the same we, sensors let me see I you know I get to meet that guy at the party oh you know my my husband he's he's very creative he not only overdubs um bad movie lines he also picks out uh you know makes generic uh grocery store item names mm-hmm. as well as uh halloween costumes he names pastries and snacks <laughs> right. like it's like uh like slamming donuts <laughs> and like all those like he just like we love aldi for that reason love it love yeah. it pretzel rods <laughs> or, or <laughs> Pretzel log sticks, like pretzel logs. <laughs> they call them. Anyway, so we go into Halloween stories. My kid's so excited, and I just saw the level of excitement on his face. 
And I thought about when I was a kid how much I loved dressing up. <laughs> and, you know, for, <laughs> for Halloween, it was just hanging around the house, just messing around, being a lobster. Uh, <laughs> I was bored. But I thought about how much fun Halloween is. I love dressing up for Halloween. I love the lights, the decorations. I love everything about Halloween. And I just thought, you know what? Maybe I've been looking at this from the wrong angle. I've been saying like, hey, these losers need to grow up. This shouldn't be a full-time job making wings for your costume. Uh, It shouldn't be a TV show. It shouldn't be something you do. I don't want your autograph. I don't want to take pictures with you. I can go on if you want me to. But I shouldn't be thinking those things anymore. Uh, I shouldn't be making little videos dedicated to how much I hate cosplay, if that is, in fact, a true thing, fake news. Um, I thought maybe instead of looking at it from that angle, I should just go, Halloween's great. Dressing up in costumes is great. Uh, Let's focus on the positive. All these people are doing is just doing that more. It's like it's like it's like going like you like pizza but you can only have it once a year. Now, what if I said you can have pizza of now nah, not crazy, but a few times a year. I mean, Ben, there is a reason yeah. we only allow Christmas music between certain months though. I know, but my and pumpkin spice things and you know, there's a season for everything, man. You can you you don't want to oversaturate. I mean, but none I of those can't things listen are... to Black Dog ever again. Let me just tell you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whole lot of love. I mean, it's it's the same. You you, you you're gonna kill it. I'm not That's saying cosplay. Cosplay. Well, I'm not cool. saying do it every weekend, but I'm just saying the the vitriol I had for it. I'm starting to go like, you know what? Dressing up in costumes is awesome. Uh, go get you some. If if you if you spend three months working on an Iron Man costume and it lights up and it rules, I'm not I'm I'm not getting in your way anymore. I, I say. Enjoy it. I think the litmus test is if you can hold down a forty-hour-a-week job. Not that you do, but if you could, if you're capable, you're capable of doing it. Um, (laughs) and in those two days a week that you aren't at work, you want to do that. More power to you. Yeah, and hopefully you're not you're not reproducing. (laughs) Sure. So like you're not spending Saturday and Sunday playing ball with with your son in the backyard. I would much rather. Let me be clear about that. Don't reproduce. And then spend Saturday and Sunday working on your costume. Sure. Good, right? I feel like, who's worse, though? The people who spend all the time making costumes for themselves or the people who take fall or autumn, you know, professional autumn pictures with their dogs and, and be, that don't have kids? Any season with your dogs is the worst, is the answer. That's a bad one. <laughs> it's 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 bad. Dude. It's even worse. I think what's worse, the people who take the picture. My, buddy, with my their... buddy Cooper slamming his hand on the desk right now. But I'm sorry, I dude. I don't get it, man. That's, I just don't uh... get it. Like, I know you're like, this is my fur baby, whatever. You nope. know, you got the stickers. Nope. Uh, but, but to pay someone to take a picture of of you and Barkley and your, your boyfriend <laughs> all you know wearing your your stupid scarves and the dogs wearing a scarf and you're frolicking and leaves. His name is <laughs> Barkley. So stupid. It's the dumbest. <laughs> well, why stop there? Why not bring you a goldfish in a jar and be like, here's orangey and goldy and they're swimming around. I just feel like... And why not I, bring I, your turtle and hold him up like, and kiss him? I get that people turtle like head. their dogs and dogs are fine. But like like I told you the other day, when people put the pictures of their kids up, I get annoyed. And it, so like, I, I definitely don't want to see your dumbass dog. Well, I, I was laughing when somebody, I forget who posted it, but there was like this thing that was like... It was like 13,042nd day of work or whatever. And it showed him like walking out of his house looking dejected, holding his coffee. And I was like, that's nice. I appreciate that. But yeah, no, don't take pictures with your dogs. But back on track. Um, 
This, I, uh, I wrote, I'm full circle on cosplay. I love Halloween. This gives us a chance to have Halloween more often? Question mark. I'm back on board. So all the people that said I talked crap about cosplay on several episodes and made videos about it and took a hard stance, uh, prove it. I don't I agree I think feel that like ever happened. If you have the opportunity to go back in time and, and erase that, then just make sure you do everything else according to plans so you don't change the space-time continuum. I mean, don't you go still back need time just for that. It's not <laughs> worth it. It's not worth the risk. Well, do what you always do and just pretend like that's always been the line that you've uh, yeah. you've been towing and then we'll wait for the rest of our listeners to call you out and flippy floppy no, or whatever I, else they Listen, uh, you n- mentioned the time I said it. I've always liked Halloween at all times. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm yeah. a huge fan of Halloween. Um, I'm clear that you've never said anything about Halloween. That's never been in question. I mean, stick to the point. Halloween's a great holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, I'm back on board. Um, that's good. I don't know. Oh, I was gonna say like this is just this is a non sequitur, completely non sequitur. But uh, where I work out, there's a couple older people that work out as well from time to time. Is this gonna be an old guys don't care about their balls out conversation? Okay. Nothing to do with balls. Um, nothing at all to do with balls. But now, now that you got me thinking about it, uh, <laughs> no, um, dude, there is uh. What's is there a difference like sauna, like the steam sauna and the dry one? Is it a spa sauna? Like, what do you call the room that's like wet and hot and the room that's dry? Schwitz, yeah, that's okay, but that's the steam room, just we'll call it that, yeah, dude. There's a steam room at this place I go, and I'm not gonna talk about naked old people, that's not the point. The point is, old people make noises, loud, long crazy ass like it sounds like they're getting beat up I don't know if they are internally but something's going on they make these noises and even when they sit down like and I know like look I'm sure like when I sit down it's, it's a little more to it than when I was like 12 you know and there's right. something like ugh you know but dude I was in the steam room and I was just sitting there a lot there. of rusty parts in there that I I mean that makes sense I get that and I'm not just going like hey old people make like are louder but I mean like like um exponentially louder like I was in the steam room this guy was sitting and he was just going like like it would go on for like 45 seconds like do you ever think like at what point are you supposed to turn him and say you okay mac he never looked at me and was like oh sorry like i had a meatball why should he i had a meatball been on this planet for 70 plus years he didn't answer to you i mean yeah i guess there's something to that but i was just like i walked out of the room and uh wrote this down on my phone And then came back in later. And I wrote, old people at the gym make crazy-ass noises for no reason. But it wasn't... I thought it was just, okay, one guy in the steam room. Then I got out and where I where I swim, there's sometimes there's like chairs. Sometimes people just sit in the chairs and don't swim. They're there before I get there and they're there after. They just kind of hang out. It's whatever. It's Again, fine. though, I think we talked about your gym specifically being hmm. notorious for... Old people? Male hookups. Um, This... Oh, this might be a different gym. Okay. This you might be a different gym. May I hope so. This might be a different one. But, oh, that's you're bringing up a good point now. But the point is, there's dudes that just sit in the chair and just make these crazy. Well. Are you from, sure it's not a call of the wild? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> and I'm just like, my radar's attuned incorrectly. I'm not picking it up. Good. This, then you, that's a good thing, though. This guy's like, I've been sitting next to him making the noise <sighs> for weeks now and nothing. <sighs> He has not snapped me with a towel. Right. He has not stolen my, my tip. Flip. He hasn't done anything. But there's there's a, there's a fellow that sometimes will just sit there with his eyes closed, <sighs> and I have to like look to see if there's a yeah because rise he's and fall. 
he's ha- he's imagining don't. that those no- <laughs> don't. They're working in in concert. None of this. <laughs> none of this is what I thought it was. I just thought like, why are they making these sounds? I feel like it's like a, like the Tin Man. You know what I mean? Like he needs oil. Freaky. Like, but I feel like at a certain age you shouldn't be able to go in the Schwitz anymore because how much how much more good stuff are we going to try to take out of these people's bodies? Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe like whatever's we're taking, in there. We're taking more water out of you. Yeah, we need to be putting more in. Maybe, maybe you're like, this is not the time to be recycling things in your body. Whatever you got, right? That's it. Just you better keep it. Hold on to it because yeah. tomorrow may not ever come. Yeah, like let's stop swapping out parts and just keep those parts in there and ride right. this baby out. Do you feel like you might be able to bring your phone in there and record just for audio purposes? Well, or if I, I have a digital recorder that's a crappy like older. Just, I'm not supposed to. But you I go will. wear a wire in there. I would do it. Where I swim, you're not supposed to bring any. When a lady yelled at me one time, she said, I had my phone. I was using it for, like, the timer. I'd jump out of the pool and I'd mm-hmm. hit the timer until I got my super sweet watch. But uh, I would hit the timer, and the lady was like, hey, you know, you're not supposed to have that in there. I'd be like, and well, I, why don't you offer a timer? Well, I, just, it's a I, just looked at her. I just looked at her, and I was like, uh, okay. And then I kept swimming, but I left I mean, where is, it was. Are you swimming in an above-ground pool? You might rip the liner or what? I mean, well, how... my Dude, my thought is this. Like, lady, trust me. Trust me. Nobody that knows how to work a smartphone is going to take a picture of you <laughs> I think and do anything with it. I'm assuming her issue is that people before have jumped in with electronics and then tried to hold the gym responsible for it. Or no, they put their phone no, down on the photography pool. Oh, it is? It's a photography issue. Because that, remember that one yeah, Playboy I was like, no, Playmate or whatever like shamed somebody? She body shamed somebody. Yes. Yeah, but I was like, dude, I, I guess that would be a bad thing, but... No one's trying to take a. No one's trying to get a, a sweet picture of all that thing of what you got going on. Like, trust me, I don't have like a special folder in my phone. That's <laughs> you, people. You don't know what goes on, man. I know enough. <laughs> well, are you sure? <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, the old noises thing. Just I don't know. You know, by the time you, you go back like and listen, gym. there's going to be a lot of old man noises in your story. <sighs> it's like that. That's one. That's one of the ones <laughs> I'll go back and use. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't even like. I don't even know where to go with that. I just thought, like, I get, again, I get when you're older, there's going to be a little harder to move things, and you know what I mean? My father-in-law always makes the joke, like, when he gets up, he's like, I put the floor way down there, mm. you know, stuff like that. But when you're just sitting there, just... Would you rather be in the steam room with the old guy making the the, the noise every couple seconds? Or uh, juice from... <laughs> podcast. Chicken and blessings. Screaming uh, death metal lyrics at you or, or doing that. Uh... Come on, baby. Come on, baby. You don't have to finish the old guy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just because, like, what if. He I'm... might go upside your head with some, you know. Juice, 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 pro wrestling. Well, I could, yeah, he could take the uh, elbow pad off, right? Like, right. Uh, was it a million dollar man that used to do yeah. that? Take the elbow pad off. <laughs> No, and just the reason is that is sometimes I like to get really zen when I'm doing the schwitz. And if I'm in the middle of like, this is feeling good, like I'm sort of focused on my breath, and I hear like, like uh, you know, shout at the devil. That's like, awesome. Like, it's going right. to immediately take me out of where I was. So gotcha. that's, gotcha. I mean, that's the only reason I could think of, though. In, in another uh, weird transition, but not so weird, uh, <laughs> myself and my, uh, my partner at work were talking about hugs and we had this scenario where 
one of the one of the people at work, let's just say not at our work, but we're like you're at work and in person that you work with has something that happens that they're upset about and they come in for a hug. Like you're telling that they're telling you a horrible story. Hey, you know, this uh, over the weekend, this is doing a dude hug uncle that died. Yeah. Or whatever. And they come at you with the hug. What, it, what is your responsibility in that situation? Like, I'm not a hugger. They a lot of times people will tell you like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hugger. Like Gloria the other day when she was at my work, she goes, Hey, I'm a hugger. Like announced it right away. So I didn't get that weird. And I don't know. She maybe heard my podcast where I hugged a net. So she's letting me know right away a hug is about to happen. So just prepare yourself. Oh. I tried to do that. It sounded weird, but when Gloria did it, apparently it's cool to do. Really, it's whatever. fine for a woman, I guess. Uh, but what if your male boss or a, you know one of the guys that you work with, you're having a, a discussion? Like I said, I don't ever like to have discussions with substance where I talk about people's feelings or act or feign any concern about their personal lives. But if you accidentally do, you go, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And they go, "Well, you know what? Since you asked." Not so good, as a matter of fact. And then they come in for a hug. They're just breaking down. What do you do? They come in for a hug? Like, so as they're talking, they're getting more and more emotional. They're the hugger. You're the huggy. You're going to be hugged. because They're going to embrace you for support purposes. Like, they think I want it? They're going to do it because now they need it. (laughs) Almost a picture. I mean, do they need the hug or do I? Picture Bob from Fight Club. Yeah. That's the scenario. You're standing there. His name is he's, Robert Paulson. Okay. He's coming in mm-hmm. for the hug, but it's it's not a stranger. It's a guy you've worked with for many, many years. Not on, but don't I think, know him on I think level. either way, the answer is I reciprocate the hug because it's too or weird. Or do you stand stiff? Uh, I I give him like um like a 30% How do you hug. get out of that then? I Well, first of all, I always go left. <laughs> I always go with my head to the left. I just My sister is like a kisser. Mm-hmm. Like... She kisses like everybody. Really? You know, That's you, what I heard. You, you <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but <laughs> we know. Uh, no, but like she'll always do the hug and the kiss. And I like I'm 38 now. And to this point, like I never. That's weird for me. Oh, not, for we're sure. not going to break. You know what I mean? We're brothers. I don't know why that would be OK. But she just kisses everybody. She's a hugger and a kisser. She'll on the lips, to, though? On the lips, dude. She'll oh. do it to my wife. Like she'll. Really? Yeah. Where's that happening? Again. She'll do it to everybody, but so I always kind of go to the side, just, and I go, you can have a cheek. Like, I'll give you that. But, But, I mean, it's your sister. You can't ever tell her, like, I'm not really down with it. Let's do a knuckle bump or maybe, like, a Mark, you know, uh, Bash Brothers, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco deal. Let's do, like, the Cubs do after, like, they catch a ball or whatever. They jump and they bump hips. (laughs) No, uh, I always give her, I just, I turn, I always. Hey, let's play two. I go left. (laughs) I go left. That way. If it's a hug, I'm cool with it. If it's a kid, right. no matter what. But you're coming in like a jujitsu player where you're burying the crown of your head into their neck, so there's no, no way they can get those lips around. I'm pulling guard. <laughs> well, that's a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they go in for a hug, I pull guard, guy or woman. <laughs> no. But uh, first of all, back to your question. I go left, um, and then I give like a one-two tap. Could you? One-two, like a pup. If somebody bup. came in for one of those, though, could you be like, I don't hug? Like if they come in and they're they're starting to blubber and they're like it's just been really hard. No, I don't. I get weird when people go for handshakes and they go, "Oh, I don't shake hands." Even that's weird. It's like, dude, just do it. Like that that is weird. But hugging, dude, just pressing a fist bump. pressing uh. your body up again. I have a guy at my work that fist bump, and I told I told him I said, "Don't ever fist bump me. I'm not a fist bumper." Uh, and now he'll come and do the fist bump from about ten feet away, the the, the virtual fist bump where we mm. don't actually touch the air, this. The air. And I go, not happening. Like the beginning of the office bumping. when Jim and Pam do that. Yes. Thing. 
Yeah, I don't fist bump. That works fine. So, so I, I pretty much set a precedent of no. But there have been times where things have gone really well, and 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 I know he's a fist bumper, and I will I will start out the fist bump. But I feel like a lot of guys at work it's, do it's, that. It's weird though if you if you've known a person for a long time and never had like an intimate moment. What I mean by intimate is not sexual, but like where all of a sudden you're talking as people and not as coworkers, and you're like exchanging like. Uh, Hey, after this week Some in the hotel, so, I'll let you know exactly how it goes down. Some sort of emotional <laughs> back and forth, and they go in to hug you, and you're like, "We're not. At, we're, this is not nipple to nipple. We're not. This is. I, I don't even know how to handle." I don't this. get weirded out by hugs. I think I've done so many With, like bro hugs that it's like it's I'm, bro hugs different. I'm talking about a person who's pouring their heart out to you and is going to like drape their body onto your mm, body. I mean, you just take it. <laughs> you just let it happen. Yeah. You just let it happen. I think that's the way uh, I would do it. I just let it happen. Like. I would let it happen, and then I would. Have like, you ever done that to someone else? Have you ever broke down in the arms of a man? Family member after a death or something, maybe, but not a friend. Mm. Would you feel that if you did in a moment of weakness, you would have to call and apologize the following day? I've always been the recipient. Did anyone ever call and like, apologize have, to you? No, people have like hugged me in times of grief or something, but I rarely do the hugging. Or if I do, it's because I think they want to hug. Sure. Like, but, I'm dead enough inside to where I don't ever need the hug. You but, know what I mean? Like, can, I don't need it. Can life go back to normal? It's almost like if you see, let's just say you see your a coworker or just even better, your boss in a situation like, again, you go down to the, to, to, to the gym or a workout room or wherever and your boss is changing and He's you see him naked. Bo. Can you ever go back? No. Does life ever... How about your dad? No. If you see your dad naked as an adult. Oh, I saw my dad naked before. Yeah, as an adult? No, I was an adult. I'm, as an adult. No, I was an adult very long when my dad was like, you know what I mean? Okay, but okay, so it has to be hypothetical for you in that situation. I, I wouldn't want anything to do with that. <laughs> well, I know you wouldn't, but how do you how do you <laughs> well, you're adjust? Not, you're not asking if I requested <laughs> it. How do you how do you pivot? Um like it, it's 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 just Well, it's I think odd. you immediately go into um alpha male competition mode you start going like you start going like well i like when i was when i was five i thought my dad was huge right and i go less now that i'm grown up it's like it's normal or whatever like i immediately start right. like comparing myself that's what that's what i would do so you have a vivid memory of this vivid enough <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was a little kid and when you're a little kid you don't know anything i saw everybody naked when i was a little kid. i mean just you know one time or another Get that drop. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't have like super drop vivid. Gotten. I, don't, I don't have super vivid memories of any of it. I just think as an adult, I, it would be a much different thing. As a kid, I'm just like, what's that? You know what I mean? As an adult, I would just be like, as soon as I saw it, I would be like um, like two rams I have to Clyde. Okay. I would just be like, what you got, old man? What's more awkward, seeing your own father naked Ugh. as an adult I'm not comfortable or your father-in-law? Oh, I feel like I've probably seen him naked. Uh, my own father yeah. is more awkward because 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 you go to the gym enough times, you just dudes get naked, right? That's right. not a big deal. But what's like more when it's your own like flesh and blood, you know. What's more awkward, your father seeing you naked as an adult, or your father-in-law? Father-in-law. So that's weird how it switches the other way. I would agree. Yeah, because yeah, because for he me, he knows what you've been up to. He knows. Yeah, for me, it's like. It's all that's almost a threat to him and his family. Is it really? Yeah, I like to think so. 
<laughs> I like to think it is. Yeah. Do you think he, he? Do you think he goes home and comments? Do you think he scoffs? And he goes, "Thank God, no damage is done." Yeah, he probably goes home and he goes, "Hey, hey, honey, uh, that thing you brought up earlier, you don't got to worry about yeah. that. She'll be fine." You know what? It was She'll able to fine. give us two grandchildren, yeah. so we're thankful for. That. I'm surprised. Yeah, it works. I guess. But you have to think there's got to be some kind its, of. Geez, like, technically, it does its job. I guess there has to be some sort of internal monologue. Right. Yeah. Well, my daughter's five, and should I ever be in that position in fifty years, sixty, seventy years down the road, when, <laughs> when she, you know, is in a position to wed, uh, I'm gonna hope that it's that he's the tiniest speck of a man. I because like I, I want her to marry like an accountant, with like no dong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I want her to be able to dominate I'm an artist. I want him to like. I want my. I, I, I want like my daughter you, to run the show. You could still be a power broker if you're an accountant, but if you're an artist or some sort, like a philosophy teacher, how about that? That seems pretty hands off. Mm, I don't want to play mind games with her. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd say yeah. No, I wanted to be like, uh, like yeah. I look into like tax fraud or something. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? And that's it. And I and I hate. And I, don't, I don't want him to have any opinions or like be. <laughs> I want to be like. Just That's like, the kind of son-in-law you want to protect your. Daughter. I want him to be like, I'll protect her. But I want him to be. I want him to be an, also a master of uh, of kung fu in case. Maybe, maybe I want I want her to run the show. So I want him to be like the. I want I want him to be like the biggest puss. I just feel like, like uh, I, I had told you before my so my my brother-in-law, my father-in-law's wife saw my brother-in-law naked. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Remember, let me do the, tr- the family tree math. Your my wife's, my wife's husband, my wife's father, dad. remarried. Yep. Okay. Yep. And my wife's sister's husband. So they were all they all went on vacation together. My wife's sister and her mm-hmm. husband. My mm-hmm. wife's father and his wife. And they, sh- my wife's father, and his wife showed up a little bit later. They and my wife's sister and her husband had already been had their hotel room, so they were showing up to say, "Hey, we're here now too." Uh, they went to like a, one of these wine, like a vineyard, so they were going to spend like a long weekend drinking wine. Well, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law had already been drinking wine for a couple hours and were back in their room, and mm-hmm. so they came and knocked on the door. And my sister-in-law, for whatever reason, was confused because she had too much alcohol and just opened the door. So what? my brother-in-law, who was buck naked, he ran and he ran and hid behind a half wall. Okay. Hmm. So my father-in-law and his wife came in, and now they're standing in front of the bathroom. So he's got no way out. He can only, if they move any further into the room, he's got nowhere to go. So mm. eventually, I believe what happened is, is as they were moving, he was just he just had to give it up and come out. And he's like, "Hey, I gotta I gotta get past you, get my stuff." He couldn't so, be like, hey, can you guys step out? I think he was trying to signal my sister-in-law to like, hey, can you like shore this up here? And like, we'll tell him we'll meet him down at the, but he they're like, hey, just walking they're like, him. where's he at? They keep on saying his name. Like, hey, is he here? Like, what? she's like, yeah, he's over there. Like, she's still just. What the <laughs> hell, dude? That's the biggest dro- dropping of the ball. So I love to bring it up every time my, my father-in-law's wife and my my brother-in-law are in the same room. I'm like, remember the time when she saw you naked mm. and like you did everything in your power to try to make it not happen. And then yeah. you finally were just like, Hey, this is God. I, I, I'm you like, just but you could have just stayed hidden though. I mean, could've tactically stayed where you were. You just been like, Hey, worst case scenario, she comes in and you're laying flat on the ground and your butt is out a little bit. I mean, I mean, it could have, mm. it could have went down a little smoother on everybody's part. Yeah. So when you, how's that go when you bring it up? I mean, I have a good laugh, and so does my other brother-in-law. 
Uh, they, it's Do they so, just die inside? Uh, my father-in-law's wife laughs, and my brother-in-law just is uh, like four shades of... He's he's like, you know, purple. He's not even red anymore. Oh, you my know. God. <laughs> Why is it so weird? But it is one of those things that happens. So it's a great equalizer. Oh, for sure. Because I admit, you see, the part that in my head, I immediately go, she is brought back to that moment, and he is brought back to that moment. And it for her, <laughs> he has to know that she's being brought back to that moment. Mm. And they live it every time, every single time I bring it up. Yeah. You can't not. Yeah. You know what I mean? If like when I, would I guide said the conversation, the minute there. I said something about seeing your dad naked, you're like, I seen my dad naked before. You immediately, yeah. in, right away, went oh, back yeah. there. Of course, so yeah, it's seared. It's seared into your brain. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's why Corolla always says that bit, or I think it's Corolla has a bit about letting your kids see you naked when they're young, once, just real quick for a second, just so it's seared in their brain, <laughs> so they know like you're running things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, that way when they grow up and they become all cocky as a teenager, that's going to be in the back of them. But right. well, I shouldn't mess with them because <laughs> right. I know what's going on. Right. Yeah. It does make a lot of sense. And he is uh, a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, good stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. So you're not playing anywhere? You shook me with that. I'm like, I can now I'm just like, now wipe my memory. No shows in the near future? I know no. you, you, you quit the band, but then you keep on playing. And I, I was know. waiting for you to do that, bring up that cosplay thing, and then tell me that you're also going to be partaking in the Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. Yeah, yeah. I needed my outlet, so now I'm going to be dressed up like Captain America. <laughs> be playing in uh, children's hospitals, but guitar uh, from bed to bed. I feel like, just no, like I told you before, when I wasn't podcasting, I had to find some sort of outlet. So I feel like... You're gonna. There's gonna be something that 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 sh- that rears its ugly head. Whether you you know you get into yeah. You finally you finally find your way into a jujitsu dojo or or some well, other. Well, that's uh, common. See, I hope, I hope that's see. Common. Start it out in your it's hotel a, room with your partner. I should. And you're you know you guys can push the beds together. You know what? I'll start learning jujitsu, and we'll I'll see another dude naked, and we'll <laughs> knock all that out in one. What if you went right into the this room and told much. the dude like, "Hey, do you think we should build a fort?" <laughs> like just straight face. And I just start taking the pillows it. off of his bed and his blanket. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What are you? What am I doing?" And just keep like <laughs> yeah, making it. And like after like, the fourth time, he goes, "Seriously, what are you doing?" Making dude. a fort, dummy. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> now, now get that dresser drawer and help me. I. What if you could push it? I mean, I don't know who you're, who this person is, but like, do you think it's possible you could manufacture, like, put him in such a weird spot where he's like, "I guess we're building the fort." I think he's a cool dude. I think he'd be down. He'd be like, "Oh, fort, awesome!" And we start building, and I'd be like, "I didn't really want to make a fort. I just wanted you to." <laughs> Be uncomfortable, but then I feel like if you take the the mattress away from the box spring, uh, all kinds of horrors happening in that. I mean, that's the other. That's thing something too. you don't want to. You do. start pulling out levels of hotel that usually don't get open. <laughs> right. That's no good. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? He's talking about creative outlet. Uh, how in the world does one break into uh, the world of YouTube reactions? Like you can it's start making gr- reaction videos. Dude, it's the greatest. Well, first of all, you have to be black, and you're not that. So I, that's true. I've I'm never not. seen any good white people do them because I, whenever I see, black I don't people say they have them, to be good at it. They I just laugh they for million... ten minutes before they even do their verbal response. Like they'll watch a video and then they'll make the, like you know the face, the, yeah, the look at yeah. the camera. White yeah. people can't do they it. They pause it and then just do like a mm? right. And white people can't do it. Sorry, sorry, white people. It's like just the physical that's, comedy aspect. That's your market, dude. That's well, your market. I don't have to be the best at it. I just want enough to not work anymore and just do that. <laughs> Dude, here, here's why Here's why I bring this up is because um, <clears throat> Eminem had a new album, which he saw me tweeting mm-hmm. about. Which, and uh, it's good. I like it. 
But, dude, I got suckered again. I got suckered. I told myself, just listen to the album and just like it. If you like it, like it. Or if you don't like it, don't like it. Sure enough, I go on YouTube because I want to see, like, maybe the lyrics of it. Or I start digging into stuff that I shouldn't be digging into. Now it's so-and-so's reaction to, to, to the Kamikaze album. YouTubers, there's people make vignettes of different YouTubers reacting so they'll they'll play a song it's so mad at you dude they'll play a song and it'll be four or five different pairs or one singular um people they'll listen to like 30 seconds of the clip and then they'll pause it and then go "Ooh, that motherfucker <laughs> just said that dude just said oh my god hey bro hey hey dude snap dude snapped on that and then they'll just go like oh my and then once in a while they get up out of the chair and they walk on the room and go oh my god he just Ew, dude. Oh, my God. And they go crazy. And then it goes to the next guy. It's like, damn, dude just snapped on that. And I was like, well, I can... No, I can't do the physical comedy right. as, as well as them or formulate the sentences, but they can't either, usually. Sure. Uh, they just... Are you willing to get a tiny tattoo on your face? No, the rappers have to do that. Oh, okay. Not the reactors. Well, you could be... You could be and the, the answer is still yes. There was a guy, if you go back and listen... Remember there was a, a, a his name was something the reactor, because you said reaction. Oh and, really? And I talked about on the podcast before. It was it was a dude, I laughed so hard. At this there's guy. a dude that watches cooking shows like Ellen had <laughs> Ellen had him on. He watches people cook and he's like a super flamboyant black dude, and he'll just go, "Oh girl, oh you, I know you, I know you ain't putting that, you putting that much butter in there." Oh, what is this? And like, he'll watch people stir stuff. And God, like, I wish you knew how to work Facebook so you could post this stuff to our, our Facebook page. I will. Page. I'll find it. I'll all find all of it. Do you know how to, you know how, can you figure out how to post it to our no, Facebook I'll page? No, I'll send you, I'll okay. show you what the links are. Or show me how. But yeah, um, this guy will just be like, oh, three eggs? Oh, I was, garlic? Mm, you did not put that much garlic in there. And I'm like, this is, this dude got, I mean, I don't want to be on Ellen, but I sure as hell want a mm. free ticket to LA. You just got to. Watch videos and just go, damn. Well, why can't like you, I can say I just did it just now. Why can't you then you make a vignette of those guys' vignettes and then you going like I'm just gonna inter- I'm, I'm gonna introduce these video vignettes. I don't know how to do the screen. Sort of like Joel thing. McHale used to do. Uh, I need to learn how to do the screen and screen thing. Like oh, I can. You, on I don't iMovie. even. I don't even know how to use my laptop to video me. Yeah, iMovie. You j- all you do is is burn that off as a download and then you can put it up in the. I'll do it for you. We put it right up in the corner, dude. No big yeah. deal. I want to make reactions to people's reactions or they. They go, damn girl, and I just go, hell yeah, like that's it. But but I but then I'm but then, or you know. just get like a, a top hat and, and, and a monocle and just do the whitest <laughs> reaction of all time. <laughs> I'll just whatever they do, like they'll go, dude, Eminem killed dude on this new rap. And I'll go, precisely. I go, eloquently said, and then just just go on to the next thing. That's a yes. great. That's yes, a great. I, I don't think anyone does react. With that, like, I'll wear, like, a nice suit. He said, you have to dress like Jiminy Cricket. I'll just say, like, indubitably, or whatever. Go. Jim, I'll have to be, like, Mr. Peanut. Yes. <laughs> That's what I got to do. But I thought about that because um, Eminem has these songs, and he disses a bunch of people. And so, I don't know, maybe it's, like, the white person in me. Like, since just Jerry Springer's not there, and I don't really watch wrestling because they have, like, the... You know, like, you know, Hulk Hogan, you are a real hot dog. Like mm-hmm. how they beef back and forth. Like, 
the 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 white trash part of me loves that, and mm-hmm. so the only the only way I really manifest that now is through rap beefs. I'll be honest, I'll go on YouTube and I'll find like rap beefs. I love hearing people like talk shit to each other. Yeah, see, I don't know if we, I think we skipped out on it because we weren't podcasting at the time, but they they had a roast uh, to Bruce Willis, a Comedy Central roast to Bruce Willis recently. And uh, did you see it? Um, no, I just want to touch on this for, for just a quick second. I I don't even care to, yeah, we'll go back to it one second. Uh, I'm so disinterested. I remember the roast used to be so cool. You're like, Oh, all the, all the best comedians are going to be up there and they're going to have, it's going to be, they're going to say the worst things and it's going to be so crazy. And now like, you know, the dais is just filled with like, like actors like Ed Norton was on it. And, uh, which somebody writes jokes for him. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, it's just not the same. Like the days where like Geraldo, like all the, the big, there's Nick no DePaulo. camaraderie. It doesn't feel like there's no, any no, most right? of these people are like, I've worked with him one time and, and I, I was willing to come out here and do this. So isn't it almost like getting a spot on the tonight show? Like if you get a couple spots on Rose, people it, hear you and then you sort of blow oh, up. A little I think bit. that's Amy Schumer. A lot of people were like, that's where Sarah Silverman like, people got, he was like, huge. Yeah, remember they got really popular off those, but I just don't think the roasts are that popular anymore because of the fact that they're, they're not super comedian heavy, and so and they're also disingenuous. Like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people who have real access to the, the, to, to the guy too, who's being roasted. They're also just like, I don't mind if stuff is mean spirited, but I don't like it like without like any heart behind it. If yeah. that makes any sense, like it's weird that I can watch Sasha Baron Cohen's cringy stuff and really like it, and like I'll be like, oh, that was that made me my skin crawl, but I enjoyed it. I watch people in a roast, and I go, "That was just really shitty yeah, thing but to say." Like, if, like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I know everybody was super. They loved how Ann Coulter got nailed. At uh, I don't remember whose roast it was, but she was yeah, she was care. up there, and I was like, "Jesus, man!" <laughs> like, I mean, this is a human being. I mean, yeah, they're just going to you're, say awful. You're attacking this person because she's on the wrong side of politics, and and I, I guess at some point I'm like, she's a woman and she's not a comedian, so it, like. You're attacking her like you're you're using the best and brightest and most harsh comedians yeah. to like assassinate this person personally, not like hey because you're up yeah. here we're just we're, and if like Dean Martin cho- is people taking were shots like we want to see you dead no really we want you dead yeah like, like no we hate your guts we hope you die right. we think you're a whore right yeah like if Dean Martin is like ribbing on Jackie Gleason they're gonna be hanging out afterwards it's like it's party. like oh he got you right. you, don't, you don't tip a lot he right. got you like right. we all know you like the ladies he right. ribbed you good because exactly. it's like maybe he did or right. maybe he doesn't um but to just be but like yeah all friends. just to be like oh she's a right wing piece of shit or he's a left wing like you know f word or whatever like it just seems i don't know i felt terrible for her and i know people will be like well yeah you know you're more concerned it doesn't well, it's like matter. it's like your like, buddy's like is... punching you like he can punch you if you're like a friend's but if a stranger comes up and just starts slugging you even harder than he your buddy did it's like why i just felt like she was a complete and again this was a couple rows back but she was so defenseless and so without like the crowd was against what was she her. there for just to sell her book or what y- yes yeah i think so so like, she was else? there for stupid reasons like she knew what was coming but still, oh, I just felt like yeah, it was just it was whatever. Anyway, do you want to plug this, put this in later, or just play saying I doesn't matter? No, go ahead. I have a piece of this guy's, the reactor guy. What's his yeah. name? Emmett. Well, this dude's name is No Life Shack. Now, now, Eminem dissed a rapper named Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly within three days had a new video and a song saying like "You old blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. So this guy, I'll just play a tiny. I don't even know where it is in the clip, but well, here I'll go back a half a second because I'll go. 
to the part where he gets up out of his chair. This part I know. Let's see. Oh, you want to fucking smoke, but not literally you'll choke. Yeah, I'll acknowledge it a dope, but I'm the gunner, bitch. I got you in the scope. <laughs> he gets up. Yo, he's getting up in his chair this. and walking around the room. I'm not doing this, bro. I'm not, bro. I'm not finna cover this beef, bro. I'ma lose my mind in here, bro. Come on, man. My nigga said, yeah, you the greatest rapper alive, but me, nigga, I'm the gunner, got you in the scope. Come on, man. Oh, I don't know the. Okay, wait, hold on. So what he did is he got up in the room, but he got up. So he he's he's talking to the he's talking he's to a clips. camera. Yeah. And in the corner is a, the video of this rapper who's supposedly dissing Eminem. Yeah, like a picture in picture. Okay. Thing. Anyway, so he he goes like woo. He gets up. He walks around the room. Um, after hearing this specific lyric. Yeah, good line. He got him good. It's up. He does a lap. He says, "I'm not going to do this anymore." Right before he continues to do it. Uh, and he says, this is awesome. Now, I'm not faulting this guy. Great. Make your videos. And there's a crib in the back of the room mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, I'm not faulting him for, you know, get yours, get your work. I'm sure he's a, a great fella. My issue is that there's 187,000 views. I spent a good four hours making a video, a Civil War era video, where I was uh, lamenting the loss of love between myself and the beautiful Cheryl Scott. How many views? Oh, I don't know, 17, 18. Like, you know, <laughs> Like, I mean, most of those were yours. Yeah. I mean, they weren't I, even unique. So you're I, like, I'm just going to check how many views I got. Oh, another view. It's got some sort of algorithm where it knows that I just keep watching it. But uh, I'm not, so I'm not downing this guy. I just go, if you can't beat him, just join him. Yeah, sure. But you, if, you've but, said before, but, like, I'm, I'm a counter puncher. Okay. <laughs> I can, I can, you give me material, I can work with it. So you can end up in a boxing ring with Logan Paul? No. Uh, just so I can get free shit, I think. Okay. Like free stuff. Like if I do it enough, like maybe, um, you know, like maybe like man great or, uh, well, why don't you test it maybe out? Maybe on it will send me some star Wars kettlebells. If I just go like, Oh, damn, why don't you Joe test Rogers it out by this? taking this guy's video right here okay. and doing a reaction video to that? And then we'll post it and we'll see if we can, if we can, and it'll it be happen. just about his reaction. It you just, yeah, you don't really have to say too much. Just react to his Dude, reaction. This is going to be a video reacting to a guy reacting to a video reacting to a diss video reacting to an album. Yeah, let's see if you to really put it together. Uh, we'll, reacting we'll, we'll sh- <laughs> to a, a video of this all started because uh, that's got to be the title is uh, "Hey, my Ben reacts to whatever this guy's name in is reacting to." <laughs> blah, all blah, started blah, because blah, Haley Mathers <laughs> made a video and was good looking or something. This is this is like Inception. But here's the thing about those. So I I listened to a couple of uh, a couple of 000. lyrical lines that that Eminem supposedly you know or he did have and where he was dissing people, like what this guy was just saying. I don't even understand how that's a diss. I just don't. He's like so. Eminem is saying, or the, the guy is saying, yes, you are the best of all time, but I'm the I'm the bullet in the gun that's going in your brain. Or something like that, yeah. How is that? A di- I don't even understand. Well, made, so I'm I mean, not even he, on the same wavelength. Like, I don't the even dude, get- dude, Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. He made an entire song saying, like, you're old and you're washed up. Yeah, blah, but, blah, but blah, that blah. line right there where he was like, oh, you had to get up out of his chair. I'm like, it's not oh, that kind of a line. Because like, he said, like, you're the, you're the best, but I'm the scope. Or the, yeah. Again, I feel like it's people who try to say that the second half of- uh, what you call it's good Uh, full metal jacket full metal jacket yeah no i mean it's a fine line is whatever yeah but i mean is it was it one where you have to get out of your chair and you 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 can't well what kind of reactor would you be if you just went oh i heard that ben the reactor ben the reactor has to just be like splendid now i have pretty decent i have two different kind of i gotta admit i got good line with the de niro face two different pretty good i'm gonna have i'm gonna have the gentleman one where i go 
Mm. Eloquently spoken. And then the other one where I just go, <laughs> Ben the Minimal Reactor. <laughs> that's that's going to be the best character ever. It'll just be like... like okay, you have to have a drawn-on mustache, here, though. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I'm not against that. So when Khabib and McGregor fight, they're going to have reactions to that fight. Whoever wins, I'll just go, oh, okay. <laughs> bit. Yeah, no, that's a good wheel kick. Oh. I, have, I really don't have a problem well, with I guess that. when you break it down, one of them had to win, so... <laughs> They both had a 50% chance. I did the math. Or or Ben, the non-reactor, where it's just video of you watching the whole thing and not reacting. <laughs> no. Like you're looking at your phone. You're going, you're looking, you're on Instagram during the fight. No, I need to have that with my, I need to have that, like I need to bring my wife into this. Yeah, hey, babe. Well, I go, hey, honey, babe. Honey, did you see that? McGregor just choked him out. He's supposed to be the best wrestler. This He choked this Russian about, dude out. And she'll go, uh-huh. Ben, yeah. ben the overactor. Or overreactor. I mean, there's so many options we can do. We just change it up every week. Yeah. You know what? I'm not wasting my time. I know Cheryl Scott video ever again. <laughs> right. Ah. Oh, that's great. That's brilliant, dude. Uh, see, this is this is why this is. I have a neighbor who um is in advertising. He's like the. the head of you that. already know your neighbors. <clears throat> oh. Dude, I won't go into it this episode, okay. but it's, dude, I'm like, I'm like the Jeffersons. Like I moved into this neighborhood and everybody wants you to move out. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm I was thinking of all in the I'm family assuming. when the Jeffersons moved. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, no, it's funny because I feel like so far they don't know that I don't belong there. Mm. Like they don't know it. Did you guys come in wearing Mustang sweatshirts? Like you, you went to tar- just cut off you, you um, went, sweats. You, you went to the Meyer real quick and bought a bunch of Munster gear. Yeah, yeah. Everything's red. It's not even like the stuff that's not Mustang. It's just red stuff. But no, um, they don't know I don't belong there yet. So like, I'm just acting as if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, dress for the job you want. Yes, you smoking a pipe. Yeah, like a corn cob pipe. I mean, no, this is fancy. It's like made out of mahogany. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, this guy's um. One of my neighbors is in charge of like the the art direction for commercials, like fun, like McDonald's commercials. He's talking mm-hmm. about like, oh, dude, they want like X amount of money to use Stevie Wonder's song. Mm-hmm. He's talking about he's giving me like a little behind the scenes of 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 making commercials, and I'm like, dude, just get me and Dave, right? I'm mean, gonna listen. I took that grain of an idea of just like, hey, I need to make reaction videos. Boom, we got four ways for you to go. I put that in a Manila envelope. I Manila, Manila envelope. Send you an invoice that goes, Hey, there's there's four ideas. Let me know if you need like four more. I don't, um, yeah, I, I, can, even, I can have them to you I in see 30 you, seconds. The first commercial will we'll give you the ideas for free. Free. Everything after that, we'll renegotiate. We're coming back to the table. We're going to wet our beak after that first mm-hmm. one. But I just thought, like, it's funny because I didn't pick his brain a lot about it. I'd like to in the future, but to get an idea about, you know, like, there's always that joke, like, who who came up with. Like, who thought this was going to be a good idea? Like, when you watch the Super Bowl and they have those commercials, and you go, dude, how many people did this go through? Like, what do they have? Like, remember they have, like, that really dumb one with, like, a, I don't know, like, it's like Bigfoot with the beef jerky or yeah. just whatever. And right. I always go, like, how many people come up with these ideas? Uh, well, I'm starting to find that out, and it's amazing. So I'm going to be like, listen, just shoot it to me and Dave. We'll pinball it back and forth. Um, save yourself $400,000. That's a great idea. Well, save yourself $390,000. I just want a credit, like a written credit. That's fine. Put like it on I, my I, wanna, I need to get an IMDb page in a worst way. But it, but I was just thinking about, like, I don't know the system in and out, but I always assumed it's super bloated. Like, mm. do you need all these? 
No, things. for sure. You know, like when he was talking about like it's it's a certain amount of money to get Stevie Wonder's song in it or whatever. And I just remember thinking like, tell tell the you people you're going to save him four hundred thousand dollars. You don't need Stevie Wonder. Does no one's right. going to no one's going to be like sold because oh I recognize it. maybe they will. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because like as we're doing the podcast, a lot of times I will already know what music I'm going to drop in. Like now I'm already yeah, thinking but I mean, about it. So like, like if I'm making if I have a vision. And I go, this is my art. I make commercials. I already go, like, I have to have this. There's just no, my vision is is is, is having, you know, this specific song is going to be perfect. I just feel like I never think it's a good idea when a song is, like, on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you see a movie trailer and they're playing, like... Um, Sympathy for the Devil. <laughs> Sympathy for the Devil and the movie's about a devil or right, something. Yeah, it's no, always, like, no, so be- on the nose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like they'll be like playing cashmere, mm-hmm. like selling cashmere sweaters. Or just when it's when it's like, you, don't like be so obvious. Anything that's super obvious, I always go like, why would you pay that much for something that obvious? Just be like, hey, I'll give this dude five thousand dollars or a thousand dollars to come up with something similar on a keyboard. That's kind of cool, and I need to be catchy. Well, you know as well as I do, there's so much indie music out there. That I feel like, and again, this this is not me saying anything bad about Stevie Wonder, but why would you give Stevie Wonder the money? I mean, all those songs, uh, for a lack of a better term, have been fished out. Like, that, that pond has yeah, been gone to. Sure, so that's what I'm saying. Hit, you could go on YouTube, Instagram, any of these social media platforms and just spend like a week searching for indie people. And you could come up with stuff no one's ever heard. Just find a guy who's playing like in little clubs or something and be like, right. hey, I really liked your song. We'll give you like five grand for it. Yeah. And then you go to McDonald's and you go, I just saved you I'd be like this. I'm not going to give you anything for it. What I'm going to give you is I'm going to let people know or it was whatever. your song and you're yeah. going to be part of a national or worldwide <laughs> commercial. So yeah. How would you like tons of exposure? Right. Well, but I mean, even either way. Like yeah. when, when you're and talking all, about hundreds of thousands of dollars. All the free breakfast sandwiches you could possibly ever want yeah. at participating locations that's what i learned in my zero zero semesters of advertising so i but what i was going to say before when i lost it was uh i noticed that people of like probably within my age and 10 years older um as they became marketing and uh, you know the people that worked in, in the commercial industry you hear so much of that of there's so much like tons of 80s punk rock that is now in commercials because mm. those people, you know, s- sort of got the power at some point, became marketing executives, yeah. and were like, "This is the music we like. Right? This is our music, so I'm going to put that music in." It's like when I went to the Rock and Rail Festival in Griffith, and I saw all these people. I knew like, it for like an hour in the daytime, but yeah, you were right. Um, all these people that have like big, crazy, like Gap earrings and mm-hmm. sleeved out and wild tattoos, but then pushing a stroller, right? Because time's undefeated, right? I mean, it catches up to everybody. Right. It's like, you're the this wild punk rocker, but now you're just going like, okay, Tommy, t- five more minutes, okay? There, five five more <laughs> minutes. And it's like, even the punk rockers, even the hipsters, it, it gets everybody. I always laugh the hardest. If you watch Portlandia, there's like there's a couple different skits where Fred, like in this last season, there was one where Fred got his band back together. He was... He, he yes, had like a punk yes. rock and Rollins was the singer and like yeah. they all show back up. Rollins is like, you know, he's an old man. Yes. He has like the bifocals on the tip of his nose. He's like, I came here like, to rock, dude. But then he goes to sing and he's like, hey, dude, he's like, well, let's try this other arrangement. And it's like, a, it's almost like a, like a uh, lounge jack sort of yeah. arrangement <laughs> to the song. He's like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same as that one where like. They play at the wedding. They, uh, no, there's the guy 
He keeps saying it's over. There's a guy like at the bar. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he walks in. He's like, you're like the establishment. Like you're like the man. You know, he's like, he's like, whatever you're doing, like it's it's over. It's over. And so everything the guy tries to do, the he sees the other older fella doing mm-hmm. it. And he's like, oh, like he's making shell art. And the guy walks up with a shell art. He goes, oh, thanks for taking shell art. I guess it's over. <laughs> like everything the guy who's made it does is over. And so then they fast forward and they show the guy who hated everything. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at the bar and he's like, yeah, so anyways, I'm <laughs> diversifying my portfolio or whatever. And the other guy, it's flipped full circle. And he's like, oh. Yeah, so th- that's a perfect example because Fred, who is a drummer of a punk rock band, and that's like he grew up, like yeah. he gets an opportunity to have his own show. And so you see all his influence and stuff. So it's just interesting in that next, in that, you know, twenty years from now, mumble rap will be in commercials, and you know, little Zanny and and uh, yeah, you know, whoever else, yeah, with the, the guy with the ice cream cone tattooed L- on his head, Lil Benadryl, <laughs> will be like selling Benadryls, <laughs> and it'll be perfectly apropos. What a world! All right, yeah. well, that Post is, Malone will be working at the post office. That is episode. <laughs> that's episode one eighty seven of the Hey Man Podcast. We'll see you later.